Hello, welcome to the Wednesday, July 27th, 2022 edition of the Sands and its Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Today's diary is just a quick reminder by Xavier that even Mac users should be aware of security. Apple published an updated security guide back in May. Xavier collected a number of different links with various security hardening guidance and such from different organizations, specifically for Mac OS. So if you're using Mac, take a look and make sure that you are following some of these hardening steps. And yesterday I mentioned how attackers are hiding part of their malicious code in registry entries on Windows to evade some of the anti-malware scanning engines. But there's another registry-related trick that attackers are able to play. X86 Matthew published a blog post showing how executables may be delivered in registry files. So these .rec files, uh, that's the extension they are usually using, uh, they are used for registry data. But in this case, the file contains an entry to add a Windows executable to a run once key. Run once key, this is software that's being executed on boot. Now, the simple exploit just includes a path to the executable, but that of course would require the attacker to then also deliver the executable into a predictable path on the victim's system. So Matthew goes actually a little bit further here and embeds the executable in the same .rec file. Now it's only one file that needs to be delivered and one file the user needs to click on in order to trigger execution. The trick here is that uh, yes, you need sort of ASCII data in order, basically text data uh, to uh, list the registry key that you would like to add, like here this run once uh, registry key, but you may add binary data at the end of the file and that data is just ignored. So what Matthew did here was that he actually had then a PowerShell one-liner as a run once uh, key that would parse the file that he sent and extract the executable and then execute it. A little bit tricky here because uh, there is a space limit uh, to this. I think uh, Matthew says uh, 500 characters, maybe 250 characters. So the PowerShell script has to fit within that space limit. But of course, uh, if you're somewhat creative and efficient, that's not that terribly hard. The victim also needs administrative privileges. Otherwise, you can't import registry data. And researchers from With Secure released a report outlining an infrastyla malware that they see targeting Facebook business accounts. After the attacker identifies a possible victim, malware is used in more targeted uh, sort of spear phishing style attacks to steal session cookies from the victim's browser. If the session is still valid, the attacker will then add themselves to the victim's business Facebook account, giving themselves the necessary privileges to look at um, ad statistics, also be able to post ads, and also look at any financial data like uh, 
billing information and such that may be in this Facebook account as it comes from Facebook. Now, of course, the goal here is not so much to just look at how many people clicked on that business's ads. It's also to then post their own ads on that company's dime and with that also recruit more victims. As so often these days, the malware is hosted on cloud services like Dropbox, iCloud, and Mediafire. Those are the ones listed in the article. People targeted in these attacks are often social media managers and such. So maybe a good story to share with them in your organization in order to make them aware that these attacks are happening. And yesterday I talked about yet another vulnerability involving the insecure use of HTTP headers. Today, I saw that uh, Gaten Ferry uh, with Synactive uh, published an interesting related blog post that outlined uh, some of uh, the sort of difficulties uh, with these sort of forwarded headers from proxies. Of course, there are these hop-by-hop headers that are sort of more directed at the proxy. Other headers are retained. And then, of course, you have headers uh, where uh, the proxy may modify them by, for example, adding additional IP addresses to things like X-forwarded four headers. In particular, uh, Gaten found a problem with how Mod Proxy dealt uh, with these headers and would either drop or not drop them under certain circumstances. This is a vulnerability that was addressed uh, by Apache. It's CVE 2022-31813. So uh, this gives a little bit more insight in this. I think this is a must-read post uh, if you are dealing with web uh, applications and not just developers, anybody who is sort of managing some of the infrastructure around web applications like proxies uh, should have a good idea in how uh, these headers work. Well, that's it for today. Thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.